Hello. I want to tell you about my vacation. You got the first part of it, and I bet you're wondering, well, where's the second part? Where's the second part? Well, I'm going to tell you what happened right now. Things got bad. Things got very, very bad. You see, on the drive up there, I remember, I think we're somewhere in New Mexico, and my wife said, my throat itches, and after I drank that coffee, I burnt my tongue a little bit, and it's not stopping hurting. Something's weird. And right away, my wife rolled over right after she said that, before we hit California, and she went to sleep. And I swear I'd not talked to that woman from that time until a month. She didn't say more than one sentence to me. And I thought, well, this is horrible. I had my son in the back, you know, talking and singing and playing on his computer tablet and just me trying to drive, trying to stay awake. I started pounding the energy drinks just because there was a lack of conversation. And I didn't want to turn the music on very loud to help keep me awake because I didn't want to wake my wife up. That's okay. We made it. We got to California. We went to the beach, which I'm going to show you some video footage of that right now while I'm saying this. And man, that was a long drive. I tell you, I don't believe in flying because I don't believe in the politics behind one person having an underwear bomb that didn't even work. And the rest of us having to be x-rayed ever since that. Yeah, I'm not buying that. Oh, and they happen to have warehouses full of the x-ray equipment ready for the next week. Not buying it. Might have been born, but not yesterday. I went there, got to see my sister, who I hadn't seen in a while since my father's funeral. And I'd never, I, I used to live in California, but I never visited her in California before. So that was really good. It was really fun. I enjoyed it a lot. I remember my wife had been sick since the first day. I remember she would sleep longer. We only stayed at my sister's for three days. And after that first day, the second day, we were going to go to Lake Tahoe. And we drove there and my wife, she slept the whole way. I'm like, well, here we go again with the no communication. And we got there and ate lunch. And after we were done, I went to the car. My wife went to the ladies' room. And it was like 30 minutes. And she was still in there. And then my my sisters, they went to go check on her. And she was sick in the bathroom there. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Then we leave. And we go to a casino out there. I don't remember the name of it. Golden something. I don't remember the name of the casino. It wasn't there long because my wife started getting really sick. She started vomiting. And, you know, we had bags in the car, so she was vomiting. And those, this is where following my brother-in-law and my sisters were weaving through the mountains and going to the casino that was, like, right over the border there in Nevada. And... And I get there and I had to tell them, I'm like, we got to go back. We can't stay here. My wife's really sick. And they said, okay, well, we just, they had big dogs and everything. So all we could do is drive there and wait a few hours for them to come back. Cause they wanted to hit some, they wanted to hit some slot machines, which is a long drive. So I completely understand. So we, we drive back and the whole way winding through the mountains, she was vomiting and sick. Oh, 
in the bag, man. She had to use three bags and fill them up. And my, my son's saying, Mama's sick. I'm sorry, Mama. We're r- winding through those roads in the mountains. We finally get there, and it's hot. It was about 69 degrees in Tahoe, but 103 there in California. So we're sitting there in the car and waiting two hours for them to get back, and I thought, man, if she would have just told me how sick she was, she didn't have to go, you know. Well, fast forward in the vacation, our stay in California is over, and it's time to leave. Now, we allowed us allowed only three days there, so we had plenty of time on either side to go to places and you know, like the Grand Canyon, Carlsbad Cavern, wherever it is we wanted to see. So we left that place, and I just looked at the texts today because I text my sisters whenever we left, and I text them when we were hitting the hotel. So... It was a long, it was like a, man, 9, 10, 12-hour drive I had to make that first day. It was, it was really something. So, drove 12 hours and hit that first stop, which was in New Mexico. And I remember, I remember the first thing I felt is my throat was sore. And then I started to get a really bad headache. This was as soon as the sun went down, it started getting dark around eight or nine. And then towards the end of it, I started getting nauseous. I'm like, oh no, oh, I can't drive and be nauseous. You know, that's one thing that's really hard to do. And the quality of that headache, you know, it hits the front of your head and has a coppery feeling that just pours through your skull and to the back of your brain. It's a horrible feeling, horrible feeling. But thank God I made it. And I knew that she had to be feeling a little bit better than me because she'd had the illness a whole lot longer. And then uh, as soon as we got to the hotel room and I laid down on the bed, you know, and the whole room was spinning, my head was pounding and I was nauseous. And I sent my sister text message. I told her I'm sick. And I think I remember the time it happened in the morning. As soon as we left, I gave my wife a kiss on the lips. And it was like the kiss of death, I tell you. Wow. So there I am, laying on the bed of the hotel room. I remember it was in Kingston, Arizona. Just decked out. She was hungry, so she ordered some Taco Mayo to be delivered to the room. Her and my son ate it. And I text texted my sister we made it and told her and thank god my son doesn't have it well we all went to sleep got up in the morning and i still felt horrible if not worse we're getting ready to leave like that i have to you know get the luggage cart and put all the luggage out and back in the car and my son he was just sitting there on the bed he's like I don't feel good. My head hurts. And then he bent his head over and puked all over the bed. I'm like, great. Now he has it too. And we're like, it was one thing me being sick, but it's a whole nother thing having a little kid, my little son, four years old, being sick in the back. My wife, though, she took some Dramamine because she didn't know what it was. She thought it was, she thought it was just... 
car sickness. So we got her some Dramamine. And she said it did help her. So I tried some Dramamine. And then I noticed my nausea went away. And then I took some ibuprofen and my headache went away. And I'm like, well, I can function now. I can drive. So I like my driving better than her driving. So I started driving again. And this was the last leg of the trip. So thank God. And we're, we had to, man, we got to get this kid some medicine. So I think we found him some children's Motrin at a gas station. We gave that to them. And he was saying, why am I sick? Why do I feel like this, Daddy? I'm like, I don't know why people get sick. We just do sometimes. We'll be okay. We're driving in the cars. We're trying to find a gas station somewhere to get some medicine. He's like, Daddy, are you driving us to our own funeral home? I'm like, what? He goes, are you driving us to our own funeral home? I go, no, we're just driving home. You mean our funeral home? Daddy, am I going to die? I go, no, son, you're going to be fine. You're not going to die. He goes, well, I'm going to die when I get old. I'm like, where does this kid get this stuff? No, we're going to be fine. And then he, he talked me into it. I'm like, well, I thought to myself, well, maybe we are going to die. I don't know. Maybe he, maybe this kid knows something I don't. He's talking about funeral homes and stuff. He doesn't know about funeral homes. What's going on? He just about has me talked into it. And um, I remember we pulled into this one gas station. And uh, they had, had like big burritos. And they had uh, Dole Whips there. And we're still in um, Nevada, I think, right before we hit the border of New Mexico. And they had, like, Subway sandwiches. And I'm like, I think I could eat a sandwich. You know, I'm kind of hungry. I go in there to get that and get his medicine. And um, it starts downpouring. I mean, a deluge in the mountains there. I'm like, oh, my God. I can't get an ice cream in this. It's going to melt as soon as I hit the outside of the door. And I, I went for the burrito. And they had some ghost pepper salsa to put in there, and I shouldn't have went for that. I'm so dumb. But I did. And, man, it tasted good, though. But, like, hot stuff ever since I had the illness. You know, and that morning before we left, right after my son vomited, uh, I took a test, and I tested negative. So, but I did test. So I ate the burrito, he got the medicine, and his temperature went down, and he just went to sleep, you know. But as soon as his temperature went back up and the medicine wore off, I'll tell you about that in a minute. So we left that gas station there in the mountains, and we're going through the mountains. You know, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this was the Sierra Nevada. Yeah, it was. And um, it started raining real hard. And you know when you go over those little bridges that are on the highways and you wonder... You read the sign and it says, you know, maybe washed away in case of a flood. Well, that's where we were at. I looked at the right and I looked in the ditch and I saw all the water rushing to me like the Mississippi River. I'm like, oh my God. My medicine wore off and I started freezing. I was freezing the whole time, you know. So even though it was really hot, I had the air really low and... I remember the rain was pouring down so bad and I'm on these high mountain passes that I could not see. 
you know, I had to be real careful. I could just barely see the line, you know, barely keep myself from driving off the side of the mountain. I knew I wasn't surprised. If I died right then, I wouldn't have been surprised. And then my mind started hallucinating. I looked on the side of the road and I saw giant buildings just popping, springing up out of the ground on the left side. And I knew it wasn't real. And I looked in front of me and I didn't see any buildings on the road. There was no building. I looked back on the left and there's no buildings, but I would see like the facade of like, you know, imagine if you're like this close, super close to the Alamo and it just pops up there and you look up and you're so close to it. It's almost going to break your, break your neck looking up so high. It was weird. It was like something out of a cartoon, but I knew hundred percent that it wasn't real. I didn't know that I was going to live or not, but I just had to be real careful. The little bit of the road I could see. And then as soon as that medicine wore off my son, he would start vomiting and he vomited all over the car in the back seat and the floorboard on the seat. And we stopped at a gas station, you know, one other time my wife got him like an orange slushy. So he was drinking. One thing he did really well is whenever we, we could, we'd have him drink some juice and he always did because we didn't want him to get too sick and dehydrated. But he was fine as long as he had his medicine right on time. But when that fever started going back up, he wasn't. Man, he puked all over the place. My wife's asleep. He's puking. I'm tripping as I'm driving through the mountains. Man, it was one crazy experience. We finally got home that night. And it didn't seem like it was too late. Maybe 6 o'clock. There's a two-hour time change which saved us some time. We get home and I look and I'd been gone for, we've been gone for about a week and my grass was nice and mowed and I'm like, thank God, because it would have been bad. And my in-laws were here and my mother-in-law, she grabbed my son up because she missed him so much and was worried about him and gave him a big kiss on the forehead. And I thought, oh no, there it is. There's a time of transmission. And, um. My wife and I were feeling horrible, so he went ahead and went to their house. While we actually, I think they stayed with him that night, and uh, they left with him in the morning. And my wife and I, we were just in bed, you know, feeling like we're half dead. It was horrible. And then she brought him back later that night, and um, two days later, she came down with it and so did my father-in-law I knew it was going to happen but I'm glad they pulled through just fine I was really worried about my father-in-law we all were funny thing happened though my son he healed pretty fast and my wife was fine I've had some residual effects from it but I, I had some energy problems you know I know there's some people that have chronic fatigue, but I mean, fatigue is a big thing. If you don't have it and you do, it's like, you know, sometimes I was, I felt like I was getting so tired. I was going to die. I mean, literally, I mean, there's one thing, but being sick, you know, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea and all that. But there's a whole nother thing when you just don't have the energy to live. You know, I, if you've, I understand fatigue now. And I still get fatigued sometimes. But yeah, man, it changed my perspective on life because there's a few times that I was ready to die. And um, 
Changed my life positively. I just wanted you to know what happened. And I do have a lot of footage, you know, behind this is just going to be audio only. And I'm going to put, you know, some footage behind it. So that's, that's what's been going on with me. If you've been sick, I completely understand. There's a lot of you that have the same thing I have. I can't say it. I later did test for it after I had it for 48 hours. I retested and came up positive. So, yes, I did have exactly what you're thinking but can't say here. The C word, if you will. Horribleness. So, if you have a story about the C word, how it hit you and how it changed your perspective on life, I want to hear about it. Right here, you see my email address, my phone number. My phone number, you call it, unless we're doing a live show, it's a voicemail line. You have three minutes to give it a message to me. If you want to just keep it between me, let me know that. If not, I'll play it on the show. But I want to hear your C-word stories. What happened to you? How it changed your life? I'm telling you, this thing changed my life a lot. It took my father's life. And other things. I want to hear from you. Until next time, good night. God bless.